The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. This is Dave Canyon, your one and only solo podcast host. Are you ready to dumb it down? All right, here we go. We're dumbing it down. All right, dum-dums, welcome to the show. This is going to be an interesting experience for all of us as I am sitting in my... Oh, I see, I just blew that, Jason. <laughs> I just... We didn't even get started, and I've already destroyed this microphone. Probably not destroyed it, but... So anyway, folks, as I do my microphone repair, I'm not going to even hit the pause button. I'm just going to live with it. I don't know how this works. Bradford Rogers of the Multimedia Ninja... Uh, uh, YouTube uh, podcast, broadcast, show, whatever it is, sent me this SmartLav Plus. I just attached it to my seatbelt, and before we even got going, it came off the seatbelt, because I don't know how to use a lavalier clip or a mic or anything, so here we go. How's that? It looks Good. like it's all right. So we're testing this. We're going to do uh, Dumbing It Down with Dave. Say hello, Jason. Hello, Jason. Okay. So Jason Smith uh, is the host of Deplorable... The Deplorable Radio Show on WGXC.org. Once yes. once a month, once every blue moon. How does that work? Second Sunday of the month. Second Sunday of the month, every month. And uh, so is it always... Okay, so it's 12 a year. Yes. Right. And uh, we just did his show live. So now we're going to do my dumbcast recorded. I have this new SmartLav Plus mic that Bradford Rogers from the Multimedia Ninja sent me to, to use and to test. And you're using... Uh, the other half of what I used to use, which is the Movo. And I'm just putting that out there so people know. You might hear some sounds that are um, different. I don't know. You might hear the car vibration. I don't know what you're going to hear. We're going to drive. Right now we're sitting on Columbia. What is that? Columbia and North 7th Street. Oh, did you know there was a picture of a whale up there? Yes. Jason? I, I did know that, actually. Oh. I don't know the story behind it, but there's something Hudson used Hudson to be like a, and Wales. Hudson and Wales. That's interesting. All right. Yeah. That probably should be the picture of my uh, <laughs> my my podcast icon, whatever they call that. Or uh, what's the other word? Um, not icon. Um, emoji. Or not emoji. There's another word for when you take a picture. And uh, Avatar. Avatar, Avatar. Yes. Okay. So North 7th Street. That's irrelevant to you, but I just want to give you an idea. It is 1226 Eastern Time. We're in Hudson, New York, which is south of Albany. It's east of the Hudson River. It's north of where I live in Saugerties. And uh, we're in the Honda Fit. And uh, thank you, Dum Dums, for tuning in. So now we're going to drive, which I normally do because it's normally the fastest podcast on earth. And I usually do my dumb cast while I'm driving to and from my work during my commute. Actually, I don't even need this one anymore. So, but I'm not going to work today. Today we're just going to drive. Okay. You and I. Sounds good to me. Uh, Your lapel is on. Yes. And you're wearing a leather jacket. My lapel is on. So let's drive. So Jason, yes. welcome to the show. Thank you, Dave. You're the first guest in my fit, other than Bobby Massey, but you're the first guest while we're driving. Okay. So it is a full blue sky. It's sunshine out. It's and the car out. feels a little warm to me. How does it feel to you? A little warm. A little warm. Okay. I don't want to roll down the window because... I know, we're afraid. <laughs> Kill the sound. Kill the sound. All right, I'm going to find a nice long stretch of road, which I I happen to know where there's a couple uh, in this area, because I've commuted from Rensselaer at my job 
to my home in Saugerties through Rensselaer, oh, okay. uh, through uh, Hudson, beef, beef, uh, several times. I know there's a road over here. Yeah, it's a nice drive going through Columbia County. Yeah. So, um, that's right, because right now we're, we're in Greene County, aren't we? No, this is Columbia. Are you sure? Yeah. Hudson is, is okay, you're probably right. Yeah, on the east side of the river, it's Columbia. On the west side, west side, it's uh, Greene <laughs> County. Okay, there you go. All right, so we're in the car, we're driving. Uh, the phone is sitting on a pair of my gloves from work, hopefully absorbing shock. and other. So, I have to apologize in advance if it sounds bad to you. I know I can't get too much speed. Did I stop at nothing? I thought I saw a stop sign. sign. All right. um, You're my co-navigator, by the way. Oh, thank you. You have to help out. It's amazing, by the way, how you have all this technology in your car. It used to be you're lucky if you have a radio station that will tune in. Right. You have an actual radio studio in your car. A rolling... Yes, I have a rolling studio. That's right. And... You can actually plug in yourself if you want oh, wow. over there and charge up while we're driving. That's kind of amazing. That's a good um, good pointing out that little uh, difference between what was and what is. You actually have more mics in your car yes. than the studio we just came from. <laughs> That's right. I am more prepared to do a podcast in my car, my Honda Fit, than GXC is, WGXC is, <laughs> in, a, in a sort of professional radio station. But they have done very well for themselves. In yes, life. they have. I see a lot of improvements. So for whatever reason, if anybody from WGXC is listening, which I know they're not, <laughs> Great job on improving the station since I've left. So, good job. All right, Jason. So, here we are. We're in the car. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I don't know why I'm having my announcer voice on, but I feel like I need to have a certain amount of uh, bravado. I need to have a certain amount of, uh, you know, uh, I need to not emulate. I need to uh, orolate. That's not even the word I want. What's the word I want? I, I don't want to know. Speculate. <laughs> speculate. Speculate. I think that's the word. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So, listen. So, we just did a podcast, uh, a radio show with you. Yes. Jason Smith's Deplorable Radio. Yes. By the way, is that the official title? Jason Smith's Deplorable Radio, right? Yes. Are there other Deplorable Radios? I think there is. There's okay. one, I think, from Las Vegas that follows the show's Twitter account, and they're probably mad that they couldn't get at oh, Deplorable Radio right. before I did. All right. So, okay. So, Jason Smith. Oh, this is the road I wanted. I did want this road. This is nine. Excellent. Um, so, uh... So the official title is Jason Smith's Deplorable Radio. Yes. All right, there you go. And as much as that sounds like a political reference because it came from Hillary Clinton, right? we just got done talking about how we know nothing about politics. Right, right. So this show is going to be possibly talking about politics, but we know we readily admit we know nothing about yeah. it. All right, so we covered, uh, at the top of the show, we covered wrestling. We talked about Ric Flair. Yes. And we talked about his 30 for 30 uh, documentary. Yes. And um, we talked about... Um, uh, some paranormal stuff we talked yes, we about. Did. That was interesting. I didn't expect to go paranormal. Oh, let's make a right turn. And um, so we're just driving around Hudson, folks. Uh, you you mentioned aliens on my show yes. and how you're always prepared for a UFO yes. except for when it's raining. Yes. And I was thinking about it while you were speaking, but I never brought it up on the air. Right. I think I may have seen a UFO recently. Really? I don't know what it was. It looked like a plane. Normally, I would just write off the lights in the, in the sky as, oh, that's just a plane. Okay. But it was just sitting there. Oh. <laughs> and as far as I know, planes don't do that. They don't hover. Well, then it could have been a helicopter. Possibly. All right. But you couldn't identify it. It looked bigger than a helicopter, though. It looked like... In the nighttime like sky? Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. But maybe it was a maybe it was a helicopter that was closer than I thought it was. I don't know. All right. But you couldn't identify it? No. 
Well, there That's you go. That's an unidentified. It's an unidentified yeah. flying. It doesn't. And then eventually much. it did take off, but for for a good minute or two, it was just sitting in the sky. Did, oh, wow. when it disappeared, did it disappear quickly? No, very slowly. <laughs> very slowly. So, so you know, somewhere out there, there's a UFO that's much slower than the rest. Somebody <laughs> has to have the slowest UFO. But my what I mentioned on your show was if it rains, yes, you never see a UFO when it rains or in they, snow. They just don't have windshield They don't have windshield wipers or and they're so sensitive because they're all electronic. And I think that's an indication of the technology they're using. Whatever they're using is so electronic that they can't go out in the rain. So they just, they don't show up where it's raining. By the way, I think this has the potential to be a great bit. If you, if you ever did get back into comedy, right? I think talking about UFOs not having windshield wipers. Right. It's funny. Could, yeah, that could get you a good two-minute bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good enough. Listen, yeah. even if it's ten seconds. Uh, but I tell you what, I give it to you right now. You oh, can have you. it. Thank if you have any thought, if you want to sit down, if you get inspired, they go, wow, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go on a jag, a UFO jag. Have at it. I will not be upset if I see you one day on Comedy Central. Joke. <laughs> I'm sure Bobby Massey is going to say some stuff that I've I've mentioned to him over the years. Maybe maybe Jay McBride, probably not. Uh, you know, some whatever. You know, it's, it's fine. Everybody's allowed to use whatever I give them until, until I'm ready to use it. I think Jay McBride is killing it right now out in Los Angeles just with a notebook of Dave Kenyon material. <laughs> that's quite possible. <laughs> you know, but here's a thought I had about comedy. So that's the show. Dumbing it down with Dave. You know, we'll be talking about one thing, we'll be talking another thing. I actually be, I talk a lot to Bobby Massey, stand-up comedian Bobby Massey. Uh-huh. And uh, we, we talk on a semi-regular basis. Uh, by the way, I'm really afraid to go over 40 because I think the sound is going to really get horrible. <laughs> so i got to find a way to turn around and slow down. Or maybe this is a development here I could turn into. What is this left turn? This looks like something we could turn into. Oh, good, the Humane Society. They're going to pull into the Columbia Green. <laughs> Humane Society. I'm just randomly driving, folks, because I'm afraid. To go. We hit a certain speed. It's going to sound horrible. Eventually, we're going to park. I'm afraid. And this yeah. is apparently a dead end. It's a dead, well, for a lot of animals, it's a dead <laughs> yeah. end. That's not an optimistic sign when you're bringing your animal to the Humane Society. And it says dead end. Well, now, did you ever want to know where this place was? You have a dog. I do yeah. have a dog. Well, yes. Now you know we can get your dog another dog down this dead end road. Oh, that's so ominous. One dog is more than enough. Is that me. ominous? What's the word? It's ominous, a, yeah. Ominous that the sign says dead end. Yeah. All right, so we Did actually... Did you see are... how the sign was, like, bent? Like, <laughs> it's a little bent. Like something you might see in a horror movie? Like, oh, we shouldn't go down this road. <laughs> yeah, it's creaky and bent. Oh, there's a house. Somebody actually lives on this road. All right, so what was I saying? Oh, I had this thought, because Bobby's having a difficult time, uh, if I could speak you know, so, uh, so frankly uh, about somebody who doesn't know I'm talking about him. Uh, a little bit of a difficult difficult time making the transition coming back from Vegas back to New York. He was in New York. Uh, I thought you Vegas. were going to say something else. I thought when you said transition. I... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We have enough transitioning going on already. We don't, Bobby's not transitioning in that way. Okay. But I refer to it as transitioning because Vegas is a whole other world. It's a whole other experience. Yeah. And he had a career uh, to a certain extent of comedy here in New York. He went out. Uh, so there it is. Wow, that's a nice building for you. For wow. a humane society. Solar powered. Look at this structure. Wow. That's probably the old ASPCA. Yeah. And this is, wow, where does this dead end end? Uh, that's the creepy ASPCA. Wow. Yes, it is. That's probably where they started. Oh, welcome. Right. Yeah, that's it the old is. one. <laughs> it really was. Wow. Well, they got some fencing for, for, for uh, kennels if you need some free fencing. Wow. wow. That's a big difference between the old and the new. <laughs> All right, now we're probably, um, what's the word when you're on a land you're not supposed to be on? 
trespassing. Yeah, we're trespassing now. Yeah, now I think we are. are. I think all it. these posted signs are good. Is that indication? Clue. I think so. <laughs> posted. No license shooting allowed. Oh, oh okay. Unlicensed. So you can't okay. kill animals without a license right. at the Humane Society. Right. Hunting, fishing, trapping, trespassing for any purpose is strictly forbidding. Oh, but driving around aimlessly, yeah. not so bad. All right, so I had this thought about Bobby because we talk about his jokes, we talk about his material, we talk about. So let me tell you what. You, let me run this by you. See what you think. Okay. How interesting would it be, Jason Smith and yeah. Dave Canyon, or Jason Smith, Dave Canyon, and Bobby Massey, or any two comedians or whatever? You get together and you write this material, but you can't make every gig. I can't make every gig. Are you getting nervous? <laughs> you nervous this a little like, nervous. We're getting into junkyard world, and I'm also thinking about how the sound is being affected by this road. <laughs> this road, I'm turning around. You want to go? Will we keep on going? Uh, I think this is probably the end. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The road keeps on going. Yeah, I'm scared. I'm going back, folks. We're in a, I don't know. We're in some sort of wasteland. There's a lot of garbage. I don't know what's going vehicles. on with all these abandoned vehicles. Abandoned vehicles. <laughs> we're somewhere on the. If you look on Google Maps. Go to the new home of the Columbia County uh, Humane Society, SPCA, and then go a little bit further on this gravel road. I already made the horror movie reference, but yeah. now I'm really scared. <laughs> I got a little nervous, too. <laughs> oh, this is fun. See? You never know what's going to happen until we get down with Dave. This is the first time I've ever had this experience. Probably sounds like hell with the gravel. Yeah. All right, so we're going to get out of here. We're going to find a safe... We're going to park in the Walmart parking lot. That's a good me. idea. That's a good... Do you need anything from a fast food joint or whatever? No, I'm good. Okay. So, here's my thought. Wouldn't it be interesting if two or more comedians collaborated yes. on a bit, on a, on a, on a, on a set, a five-minute or ten-minute set? Okay. And then... Of course, it couldn't be too specific to the personality. It would have to be somewhere right. generic. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, I don't think right. two or three people could deliver the same material. Right. But if it's not too specific to a personality, maybe. Right. And then what would happen is, like, Bobby would work his magic, whatever he does, and he would get gigs, and he would go do his set, the set, the set. And then I would work my magic, and I would get gigs... And then I would do the same exact set for the most part, but, right. you know, different to whatever it is that I can do different. I would say I can do bold jokes differently than Bobby can do Italian jokes and Jason Smith, you know, you could do your stuff, you know, whatever, whatever it is. I thought it would be an interesting concept for several comedians, kind of like Gallagher 1 and Gallagher 2, but different, yes. right, to do the same material, but all over and just kind of share in the... Use our powers, you know, for good and not for evil, for for non-selfishness, and pull your material. And just... All right, here's the thing, though: <laughs> is the audience in on that? Like, do they know? No. Oh, it's okay. So no, they have no idea that I might be doing the same material Bobby Massey is doing thirty miles away, or wherever, or you, or anybody for that matter. Could we get accused of stealing from each other? Then we could. We could be accused, but we okay. all know that we're not stealing. We're we're sharing. Right. Because if one of us benefits, all three of us benefit. You know, it's just it's just an experiment to see how that would work if three guys can pull the resources and put your five minutes with my five minutes with Bobby's five minutes and just sort of make a fifty. Like we would each become an like immediate a team, a, team a, a one a three headed one guy team. 
It's an interesting concept. I don't yeah. think other than Gallagher 1, 2, and if there's a third one. Right. Uh, I don't think it's ever been done aside from that. No. Right? That was yeah. uh, that was something I thought about the other day. Because because you know, because Bobby has a certain work schedule, so he can't be available on the days that I'm. I actually I think I'm on the opposite schedule, right. and he he can't do certain gigs. So how and plus he knows people I don't know. You know, in the world of comedy, as you're moving up, you just have a different network. Uh-huh. So I thought it'd be interesting that we do something like this. It probably never happened. <laughs> it would also be funny if we had a, a black comic in there, maybe even a female comic oh, yeah. in there, and kind of pull our brains, mastermind it, write these bits, write these sets, and with, with uh, check your ego at the door, like they say, right? Yeah. Check your ego at the door, get in there, and then we all try to get gigs like we would have been if I was still doing stand-up, yeah. you're still doing it, Bobby's, whoever's still doing it, try to get your gigs. But use that material, knowing very well that somewhere else, same night, different night, later that week, early that week, one of us could have been doing the same material somewhere else. And just keep on working it, and whatever happens, happens. What, is the, what do we care what the world thinks? As long as they're laughing, they don't care where it comes from. Yeah. And if somebody says to you, hey man, I saw Dave Canyon you know, doing that, you know, then, then, but you know the truth. I didn't steal it from you. And you can choose to divulge the information that we're sharing it. Or you're going to say, hey, that's great. I'm glad you saw Dave Canyon. This is funny. And we can all sort of, you know, yeah. rally around the fact that the four of us, two of us, three of us, whatever it is, pulled our resources and created at least one funny comment, one funny set. You could also work the crowd like, Dave Canyon stole my bit. That mother. Yeah, right. <laughs> and by the way, isn't that always great? It's not always great for the guy that gets accused of it. But yeah. if we all are in on it, well, it could all backfire on all of us. Well, it could, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm, but it's not about that. It's not about getting over on on the audience. It's yeah. about... What's a good parking lot? Is this a good parking lot? What are you, you, you don't need any beverages or food? I don't need anything. Okay. Well, I saw that Burger King is two for six Whoppers. I'm kind of kind of curious about sitting in the parking lot. Well, I don't want to eat on your yeah. podcast. No, no, we're not going to eat. Yeah, we're not going to eat. No, we'll just park. I'm going to park because I'm nervous about all this driving. So I think, I don't want I don't want to get over on the audience. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're not trying to fool them. Right. But I think it's an interesting concept for two or more comedians to pull their resources and make one great comedian. And it might be you on this night. It might be me on that night in this location or that location. And nobody knows. What would be really funny is if we all come up with one stage name to share. Oh, okay. Well, that's an interesting twist on it. We all become, you know, Sam Shepard or whatever. Yeah. You know, ladies and gentlemen. Well, the woman couldn't be Sam Shepard. Well, no, well, she no, could she be. could. Yeah, she could be Sammy Sammy Shepard. <laughs> yeah, that would be kind of funny. All right, I'm gonna park here, right here in the Shoprite parking lot, next to there the birds. Go. Next to the birds. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're gonna come look for food now. Oh boy. All right, let's just park here. Oh, they are actually coming looking for food. Um, all right, so we'll leave the car running and we'll get some air. Uh, so that was us driving. We're yeah. done driving. That was an interesting road I chose. <laughs> it was. PCA. I, I thought that might have been the end for me. That might have been the end. I, I'm, I think if I was 13, I would have taken my bike and I would have went to the end. But yeah. as, a, as a 54-year-old man, I don't think it's wise. And I don't want to get a flat tire back there and have to explain to AAA. <laughs> when I was a kid, I may have been that adventurous too, but right. Things not are now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what do you think about that concept? Is that is it, that interest you at all? It is very interesting. I'm not sure how it would work. Yeah, either do I. Like uh, one joke might kill for one of us and bomb for the other two. But how interesting is that? That would be it interesting is. to see how. And then you could see 
I think you would you would see things in yourself or see things in other people. Go, oh, I know why it worked for you. Or yeah, it, it could be interesting. I think it would be an interesting documentary yeah. if somebody wanted to film that. You know who I used to think that a lot about? Uh, Dan Rossi. I used to remember Dan Rossi oh, yes, did that yes. his his material with the losing his virginity. Yeah, I used to think all the time. And not in a in a uh, in a uh, what's the word uh, uh, malicious not in a malicious way. Uh, I used to think, wow, one of these days I want to come to the log tavern and I want to record Dan Rossi's bit, <laughs> and then I want to go pretty far, like a hundred miles away, like somewhere in Connecticut. And try I using to, his material. Yeah, but not because I want to be famous on Dan Rossi's material. Right. Because I think Dan Rossi is a funny guy, and I think the stuff he did was clever. But I just want to know what it would sound like if I did it. I don't want to get famous on it. I just want to know what it would sound like if I did it and how the audience would react to this face, this body, yeah. doing that guy's material. I'm just curious about it's that. It's an interesting experiment. Yeah. Because we do that with famous comics now, right? People do those, do a famous comic night or something. You come in with your... Yeah. Um, I think once a year at the Lark Tavern they do something like that up in Albany. Have you ever done it? Yes. Who, oh, really? So yeah. who have you done? The first time I did it, I covered Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> okay. And I, I did the whole whole thing. I did the voice. I wore the leather jacket, the gloves, everything. Oh, wow. The cigarette? Yeah. The did cigarette. you just like, smoke it from behind? I, the I didn't or... smoke it because okay. it's inside and I don't know. Did you? But you held it the whole time? Yes. Did you take try, try to take imaginary puffs from it all that stuff? I did. So how long was the bit? I think I did, I want to say it was around 10 minutes. How did that go? It felt like 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. How did it uh, go? It went, it went very well. Yeah? I also, another year I did Doug Stanhope. Wow. And then I think I did it three times. I think the third time I did uh, Anthony Jeselnik. Wow. Dice Clay, Stanhope, Jeselnik. Yeah. That's interesting. That's interesting three choices. And you did 10 minutes of each, basically. Yes. And, and it was hard as hell, too, because it wasn't my material, right. and I'm trying to do it verbatim, their, their words. Right. You know, it didn't come from me. Right. My material, for me, it doesn't take too long to memorize it, you know? I came up with it. Right, right. But someone so, else's material, it was, a, it was a challenge just to get it out, let alone deliver it in a way that'll get a laugh, but... All right, so memorization was a challenge. Yes. And then delivering it the way they would deliver it. Yes. Especially with dice, I would think, but am I wrong about that? It was Stan Hope and Jeselnik. I, I was able to pull it off, yeah. but yeah, it was kind of a challenge. And you did it in front of other comedians, I would yes. assume. So, like, how many people? 20, 30, 40 people? At least. Uh, those shows usually get packed. Right. And yeah. they're receptive to this stuff. Yeah. So they, they want to laugh. They want they want to experience dice. Yeah, and you. they know what they're in for. They know they're right. going in there and they're going to see comedians doing other comedians' bits. And Are you allowed to tweak it at all? Like, you're allowed to add a tag or... I think you are. I always what did it verbatim, but I, I don't think it, they were... They're not strict on it. Like Right, right. Probably, There's no rules. It's yeah. just entertainment. Yeah. All right, so, this, so my idea is kind of already somewhat been tested with famous comics. In a way. In a way but not 
uh, this mastermind series where yeah. two or three people would work. It has to be two or more, obviously. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that's an interesting concept. I wish I had the time and energy to do that because I think it would be great. By the way, I, I think they'll probably be doing another one next month. It's usually in December. Okay. It's Ghosts of Comics Pass, they call it. Ghost of Comics Pass at the Lark? Yes. Okay. If they are doing it this year, you might be interested in uh, signing up as Don Rickles. <laughs> yeah, a little tribute. That would be good. So, yeah. But, you know, it's interesting. Every time you see Don Rickles being interviewed, he always talks about how he doesn't write any of it. Uh-huh. He's never written any of his material. He doesn't have that Joan Rivers file of decks, whatever they call it, of uh, yeah. you know, of, uh, of jokes. He would just go on stage and whatever came up, came up. That's true. And when he figured out what worked. He would bring it back. You know, I spent 20 years in the jungle looking for your uncle and, you know, hockey puck and, which I don't think, I don't know if he actually has said that on stage, but, you know, all his go-tos. That would be an interesting experiment, too. You're yeah. kind of a crowd worker yes. comic. You, you do have material, but you did a lot of crowd work. Yeah, a lot more than I could ever do. Right. Don Rickles did a lot of crowd work as well. Right. It would be interesting to see one crowd work comedian trying to get over doing another crowd work wow. comedians wow. stuff. It would be hard to try to make fun of President Reagan <laughs> and Secretary of State Schultz. I don't think you could prepare for it because you don't know what you're going to find in the crowd. Yeah. You know what I would have to do? I would have to find all this footage, all of his go-to jokes. Yeah. And I would have to hope that an Asian woman shows yes. up in the audience and, of course, a or, black guy. Or plant them in there. Well, you know Moe's going to be there. So. <laughs> right, so I got a black guy. Yeah, there you go. What's up, brother? You know, all that stuff. Get yeah. an Asian friend to sit in the front row. I don't, and... have, I don't have any Asian friends. I haven't met an Asian person in like 20 years. So, And by the way, so that's an interesting... Yeah, I, I would consider that. That would take a lot of work. Uh-huh. I think it would be. I would feel less pressured to be a good Don Rickles and crowd worker as I would just doing myself. Yeah. I definitely would feel more pressure being doing myself, and I, I I was more of a crowd worker because I was not a good writer. I really was. I had no time and energy to write, so it was easy. And I, that was an accident. That was like one of the first few times I went up there. I just didn't have faith and confidence in my own material, and I saw something happen in the audience, whatever it was, and I just went with it. And when I saw it working for me, I just kept on doing it. So I really enabled myself to not write. And I, uh, by doing crowd work. I've had the opposite happen to me right. where I have to go by the script, as I, right. I would call it. And uh, I was so scared to go off of something going on in the crowd. I mean, not every time. Sometimes I would go to the crowd and it would work for me. But sometimes it's just like, oh, man, I don't know if that would work. And I just don't do it. <laughs> Is that funny? I, I see that in a lot of comics where... Once they go off script, it's like, uh-oh, we're yeah. we're uncharted territory. <laughs> just like the road we were just on. Danger zone, danger zone. Turn around, get back to the script. Well, that's interesting. But that's one of the reasons why I singled out Dan Rossi. Because Dan never... Great comic, you know, very clever and all that stuff. I don't know what he's still doing today. But um, um, I would see his material go, I think I could do that, like in Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah. And I would add in the crowd work. And I wonder... What would happen with that? But I would never take credit for the... Like, I would never say, all right, listen, now it's gone too far. I can't take this gig, you know? But that would be interesting how far I would go and could go with somebody else's material. And is my appearance and my delivery driving this material further along than he did, even though it was authentic to to him? Yeah. That would be interesting. I, I wonder. I think a lot of material, the crowd looks at who's delivering it, and they say, okay, coming from him, that's funny. That's believable. Yeah, you right. Know? That's funny. Right. 
Well, that's a good look. Can you believe it's already been 27 minutes? Has it? It goes oh, by God. really fast. Wow. Yeah. So, um, all right. So, we'll do a couple more minutes. All right. So, that's 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 interesting that we spoke about that. And uh, and thanks for the you know for noticing. Yeah, I did a lot of crowd work, but uh, it was just really me uh, enabling myself to, to not go home and write, which I wish I had really pushed that issue. But I never was a writer. But now I'm writing. Well, not now, but I, I have been writing like paragraphs and chap, but not, chap- not chapters, but yeah, small chapters, but personal stuff and more journaling than comedy. Yeah. Just sort of journaling things. I need to do more of that. My problem is I fall asleep. <laughs> I have a journal where I start and go, I'm at this location at this time or this day. And like, just like I did the show, I open up you know, the paragraph and before I get to anything I really want to write about, uh-huh. I'm dozing off. <laughs> I'm just sitting there with pen and you see these pen marks. Yeah. The, like, bleh. It's just like Dave falling asleep. I've been bringing this notebook with me to my day job because I have a lot of downtime and a lot of funny stuff happens, so I could be writing it down. Right. But I just haven't been able to bring the pen to the paper for some reason. I, I don't know what it is. That is interesting. Yeah, so you're doing that job with the, you take care of the people. Yes. Yes. And I got to be careful too about what I joke about because confidentiality. But how's that working out? You've been doing that for a while now. About five months, yeah. Wow, that's good for you. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> it is. <laughs> so you're taking care of these people who are un- incapable uh, of taking care of themselves. Yeah. Well, no, they're they're pretty independent. Okay. They're just a little developmentally challenged. Okay. It's the politically you, correct word. <laughs> so you, they, they live all in a house. They they they, like, they kind of live on their own. They're usually in apartments. That we do take care of houses as well, but I'm not. On that side of it, okay. I go to these people's apartments, and it's usually one or two of them living together. And you'll spend a day with them? Yeah. Like the same people every day, or? Most or? days, yeah. Really? Yeah. How many hours a day? Uh, you know, up to eight. A lot of these guys have jobs, too, so sometimes I get there, they're not home, and so... I'm kind of bored. I'll clean their kitchen for them or something. Oh, really? It's not not in my job description, but I'll do it. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's why I said I have a lot of downtime when I when I'm at work. You go to people's homes and they might not be there, and you yeah. Take, and and, then, and they, they they'll come home, yeah. you know, within an hour or two. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and then I I'm like, all right, what do you want to do today? And we go do it. And you drive them around, yeah, because they probably can't drive. Uh, a couple of them are working on. Getting to the point where they can drive. That's interesting. Yeah. And you, your vehicle? Yeah, uh, sometimes. Okay. There are company vehicles, or I could use my own and get paid for mileage, which okay. is nice. And you take them to the supermarket, or yeah, like. But do you ever do anything fun? Like, do they want to yeah. go? Like, where? Like, where do they want to go? That's fun. I've got one guy who loves gambling. Okay. And I've had to take two trips already with him to Turning Stone. Oh, really? Yeah. And that would be an all-day event with him. Okay, so how does that work? Like, do you know the day before you're going, or you don't know until he comes and goes, hey? Well, if it's a trip like that, he'll let me know weeks in advance. Like, hey, oh, okay. what about on this day we go to Turning Stone? And I'll be like, all right. All right, so <laughs> what's crazy spontaneous? What, what's, like, the craziest spontaneous thing that's happened? You didn't expect it to happen. I don't know if I can get into any... Okay, do the best you can. Yeah, I can't get into any details on like the craziest thing because that, that'll get me in trouble really I'm sure no one's listening <laughs> so if I say you went to a strip club and oh you we, just... we didn't do that but okay. I would tell you if, if that ha- okay. happened <laughs> I would think that'd be the craziest thing I was waiting well, for you it's funny blink once. it's funny you say that because okay. uh, I went to this job to meet 
the the one guy I'm mostly working with. Uh-huh. And I went with a supervisor, and I got to know the guy, and uh-huh. I'm like, all right, so what do you like doing? And he's like, oh, I love gambling. He's <laughs> like, I, I'd love for someone to take me to Turning Stone once in a while. Okay. So. That's quite I'm a like, okay, that, too, that's way. It is. Yeah. It is. So I'm like, okay, that's that's cool. I didn't say anything while I was talking to him, but as we left, I talked to the uh, supervisor that was yeah. there with me, and I'm like, okay, he likes gambling. Our casino trips allowed right and she's like oh yeah you'd be surprised what oh, no. what we can do with these guys some guys like going to strip clubs i'm like oh okay uh, okay <laughs> and what choice do you have yeah i mean if it's my job it's my job <laughs> wow so you've been to the turning stone a couple of times yeah that's quite a drive from albany it is, it? It is. that's like an hour and a half or uh, uh an hour a little over two hours i think well it's two and a quarter from albany to syracuse is so it? the turning okay. stone is closer than oh that. well I should say I'm not working from Albany. I'm up in Glens Falls. Wow. Yeah. Holy cow. Oh, all your clients are in the Glens Falls area? Uh, a couple are out of that area. But okay. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. And are you obligated to stay as long as they want to stay, or you got to cut it? Because, like, listen, we gotta, my job is an eight-hour job. i got to go. They're know? reasonable. They understand that. Um because you can't get any overtime in your job. Can no, you? I can. Oh, really? I can. Oh, Jesus. That's oh. the other thing, too. I said, well, what if someone wants to do something like really late at night? And yeah. they said, well, you have the option of you know being flexible with your schedule, coming in later or something, yeah. or you could get the overtime. I'm like, okay. Wow. And what about drinking? <laughs> can't do that. That's the one thing oh, you they, can't do. They, all right, all right. And, uh, and, but they can they can, but oh, I can't. They can. Yeah. No, you can't. No, you can't, but they right. can't. So... Oh, so you can't divulge. Was it like, a, can they drink to excess, and then you have to be, or you, you if you see it happening, or you would, like, I would be afraid. I, you, your job to me is but, so scary, because yeah, some of it is scary, and there, there are parts that are really scary. Like you have to be certified to give medicine. Oh boy, and that's putting someone's life in your hands. You know, are you certified to give medicine? I am. Insulin too. This is such really yeah shots yeah. <laughs> You're not a phlebotomist. No, that would be drawing uh, blood, right? You'd, right, I think so. I, I'm you not can that. You give a but, shot. Yeah. Do you feel good about that? Like, I, you can, you feel confident? I know I can do it. I have done it. Uh, really? Yeah, but it's... If you don't feel a little nervous doing it, you probably shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> Jason, have you ever thought... What is the title of your job? What's your title? Direct Support Professional. Direct Support Professional. Have you ever thought in your whole life that this would be what you'd be doing at this point? That's Other than your fantasies of being a stand-up comic and all that other stuff, did you ever think... Because not too long ago, you were working at a car dealership. Yeah, uh, that and lasted long... two months. <laughs> right. I knew right away this was not <laughs> what I should be doing. Right, and years ago, uh, you were... I was in retail for a very long time. Retail, yeah, and the beer distributor or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yep. And here you are, now direct... I'm... What is it called? Direct Support Professional. (laughs) It's funny. I I was thinking about whether or not I could see my life going this way. Yeah. And from a young age, I have hung out with people who might have disabilities. I never thought anything of it. I just hung out with them. And now I'm kind of doing it professionally. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So, all right. And it's a living? It it could be better. Could be better. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I say the same thing. But uh, and you got some over. So how many hours a week? Uh, is, 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 is what's the I get at least forty hours a week. At least forty. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Uh, I work Tuesday through Saturday. It it is a seven day a week job. Like there's always somebody working. 
Right, right. And, and that includes holidays. Like, I'm fortunate oh, enough wow. to have Christmas and New Year's fall on my days off this year. Right. But if it wasn't on my days off, I would be working. Holy cow. Yeah. And and uh, bad weather, snow, rain, it, it's irrelevant. Yeah. you got to sort of be where you need to be. Yeah. Holy cow. They're, they're understanding with uh, coming in late, though. Like, I've had jobs where you get yelled at if you're seven minutes late. Yeah, yeah, right. They don't care. As long as you're up there and doing your job, they don't care if you show up this, 10, 15 minutes late. Right. And this job has no bonus or incentive clauses, right? Can you do anything remarkable to get a bonus or an incentive? You can't take care of an extra person. <laughs> it's like, Not that I know of. I've I've gotten a lot of compliments from my supervisors. Oh, and there you go. That's talk nice. of talk about promotions and stuff, and which which surprises me. I'm only five months in, and wow. they're they're already talking about different positions I might move up to. <laughs> wow! Really? Yeah. Promotions. Yeah. All right. That's what what's what would be the next level up? Like uh, an assistant manager, where I would be in charge, in charge of, of the people doing the job I do now. Wow. And who is this person that's taking? Who's supervising you now? The guy. I have a few supervisors. They're all very nice people. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't planning on talking about my quote-unquote day job that no, much, but but it's interesting because I don't think I said anything that'll get me no, in trouble. I don't think you said anything at all. But uh, that's great. I mean, uh, I never. I uh, I know my wife and I have know people that have worked in houses that have. All these people. And, and we have that, too, right. within this uh, agency. Right. And uh, we, we've, it's, been, it's been brought up in my household, but it was never anything I could consider doing because, you know, my parents are deaf, and uh-huh. I felt like I've taken care of people all my life, that's, and my level of patience, I don't know, is that good. That's uh, actually funny you bring that up yeah. because uh, I think part of what got me the job was in my interview. Oh, yeah. They had asked if I had any experience. Right. And I mentioned while I was working at Home Depot, right. there was a guy who's completely deaf. Right. I, remember that I didn't know any sign language. I ended up learning some sign language to communicate with him, and I, I found ways to actually carry on full conversations with him. They like that story. Uh, they did like, or yeah. yeah, they like that story. You should have mentioned my name. That probably would have gotten you one. <laughs> and of course, I know Dave Canyon. He's, yeah, he's a coda. He's a coda. He's a Whoa! You know a coda. <laughs> You know what Coda is? Yeah. Hired. Hired. That's it. Instant hire. If you know what Coda, bam, right to the front of the line. All right. That's great. Well, Jason, that's good. I think that's good. That's um, that's 37 minutes oh, right wow. there. When we could have stopped at 27 minutes, that would have been a good I, broadcast right there. Again, I feel like there's so much more we could cover. Yeah. yeah I was trying to get to that, and we never got to it. So, all right. So, we'll have to, we'll have to do this again. All right. So, uh... So Jason Smith's Deployable Radio, second Sunday of the month. Yes. Uh, every month, WGXC.org. Yeah, 11 a.m. till noon right. Eastern time. 11 a.m. till noon Eastern. Wherever you are in the world, if it's 11 a.m. Eastern. Oh, I never even did a mileage report, but that's okay. So also, <laughs> don't forget to listen to um, um, Pipe Dream on ComedyPipe.com. Listen to that's the, that's the mileage report. We didn't do a breather. We didn't do any of that stuff. Ah. We got so busy talking, I forgot all about it. Um, don't forget to listen to Pipe Dream uh, Wednesdays at 8 o'clock at night wherever you are in the world if it's Wednesday at 8 o'clock in the east, east coast of the United States it's time for Pipe Dream brought to you by the people of ComedyPipe.com listen to Mike also known as 3D why am I holding this phone like I'm talking into it <laughs> um, that's an old habit uh, Mike also known as 3D and his co-hosts uh, for one hour and also you can see it live on YouTube so check it out ComedyPipe.com so that's the mileage report um, uh, yeah I've done 180 miles since the last podcast, I think, if I remember correctly, and I'm at 166,029 miles. There you go. 
So I'm moving into the uh, Honda Fit. We didn't get a chance to really talk about that, oh. but uh, you'll hear about it. The in my Kia pocket. is no more. No, the Kia exists. My wife has it. Okay. We swapped cars, but I am actually going to move into this. Like move into it. Like live in this. We have to talk about that in another show. Oh, okay. That sounds <laughs> well, like a whole another. It's a whole another show. <laughs> but uh, if you listen to episode eighty, this is episode eighty-four. If you listen to episode eighty-three, you'll hear it. Okay. Still doing the wrestling thing? I wish I could. No but. time. No time. I don't even have time to go to wrestling shows unless someone I work with wants to go to one. Right, right, right. You want to go outside and jostle around a little bit? <laughs> we'll do a, what do they call that? The, when we face off in wrestling? A lock up. We'll lock up a little bit. Want to lock up? <laughs> All right, we won't do that. People go, hey, that's not right. We'll do a little Louis C.K. lock up with. Oh, uh, Jesus. They should do celebrity lock up. <laughs> they got one perv wrestling another perv and they just pull out this stuff and. Why do I do this? Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't care. Just going to do it anyway. All right. Well, folks, if you want to listen to the show I just did with Jason, you got to go to WGXC.org, and it'll be archived, we hope. Yes. We, it should be. Should I've be never ar- checked, but they say it's archived. Okay. They say it's archived. Uh, I made an appearance. We spoke for an hour about wrestling, the paranormal, uh, and all the celebrities that are... Politics. Or, politics, yeah. and uh, all the people who are being uh, brought up on charges of uh, sexual uh, deprivation. And um, and here we are doing this podcast. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. It's great to thank you uh, to coming to Dave's uh, Honda Fit. <laughs> it's and a great doing, studio you have here. Yeah, isn't it great? It sounds great. I bet you it sounds fantastic. As long as we're not on a gravel road, I can't wait to hear what that sounds like. Probably. Sounds, and by the way, thank you to Bradford Rogers for giving me this microphone from Smart Love Plus, uh, a Rhodes. It's a Rhodes. I think R H. O-D-E-S microphone I'm not plugging Rhodes microphone But I am plugging Bradford Rogers You should check him out Jason Okay He's the multimedia ninja He's Mm. got a YouTube channel And he's got amazing videos What he can do with a video Is really impressive If I could do that I would think I'd be dangerous Once again Just like Dan Rossi I feel like If I could do What other guys can do I would never leave the house And I would be amazing But we have to leave the house Because we have to go to work You have to go to work We can't just do what we want to do 100% full time doesn't work that way. No. All right. Got to go to work. All right. 41 minutes. Thank you, folks, for listening in. Uh, uh, stay tuned for episode 85. Who knows what will happen next. Uh, if this sounds good, then I'll be doing more. I'm, I'm going I'm to try to go back to two podcasts a week. I've all been right. doing one for the longest time. And I've gone 30 days and 40 days without doing any. So Because all these things are happening in my life. But I'm going to try to get back to it, folks. Do the best I can. Thank you for tuning in to Dave. Uh, dumbing it down with Dave. Don't forget to tweet me at Dave. Or uh, email me at uh, dumbingitdownwithdave at yahoo.com. I think I gave all my plugs. Uh, and that's it, right? That's everything. That's yeah, good. Follow my show at Deplorable Radio. See upcoming guests. I tweet funny stories that I find in the news sometimes. There you go. At Deplorable Radio. Yes. There you go. Because the, the website or the Facebook page is Jason Smith's Deplorable Radio. Yes. But on Twitter, you're just Deplorable Radio. Yes. Fantastic. All right, folks. Goodbye. Good day. Good night. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed. Good rats. Goodrats.com. I'll tell you about that later. Okay. And uh, and, uh, um, great skills. Take care, folks. Thanks for tuning in.